it's Jen. This is for episode six, Women Walking and Talking. But today I have the relationship riddler with me. <laughs> He's my best friend, my confidant, my guru, my go-to um, when I'm sad, mad, lonely, hurt. Anyway, um, he's been with me from day one when I met the married man. So he has a more insightful take than Charlotte, only because Charlotte came in later. So as Charlotte and I walk and talk, she's just getting the information for the first time. But um, but the relationship riddler, um, he's been there the whole time. So thank you for that. Of course. <laughs> okay, I'm recently new to Hinge, a dating app. You're not on yet, but we're going to get you out there again. Uh. Um, <laughs> my problem is this. <coughs> I'm attracting 19 to 30-year-olds only. I've set my age range to 45 to 52, what I'd like to see. I can see all those all day long. The older men, I like them, I click on them, I reach out to them. Sometimes one or two will reach back out to me. The conversation will last about two paragraphs and then they're done with me. Um, these young guys can find me easily, 19 to 30 year olds, like I said, and straight up start talking to me. Some do just ask if I'm down to fuck. Um, I tell them no, I tell them no hookups, whatever. I guide them to the podcast, they get all excited, they write back, they love it, whatever, great, that's great. But I have no interest in pursuing those guys, obviously. So what am I doing wrong? Again, I, I, the one thing I'll always go back to the right or wrong thing is that there's really no such thing as a right or wrong. We live in a, a very relative world, so what uh, uh, can be considered right by one person can be considered wrong by another. Mm -hmm. What's considered wrong by one person can be considered right by another. So I wouldn't look at it as right or wrong, but I would I would try to analyze the dynamics mm -hmm. of of each uh, particular group. So if we one thing that I like is the concept of living your life by the decades, because people always under us or over, people always overestimate, mm -hmm. or most always overestimate what they can do in a year, but under must underestimate what they can do in a decade. Oh, and wow. so most people, if you start to look back at your life in decades, uh -huh. you'll start to see yourself in this light of, oh my gosh, how did I do this, that, or the other thing in that short amount of time? And when you're a young male, uh, especially once you hit 20s, mm -hmm. you, if you're a educated and ambitious young guy, uh -huh. uh, you're going to try to pave your way in terms of what your purpose is going to be, at least for what you think in your 20s is going to be the rest of your life, even though... Wow, we uh, know. Right. But now being 51. older, yeah, yes. we laugh okay. at those kids and be like, right. there's not any one thing you could ever be in your life. You, I got you. you. You know, you can... The yeah. first day of your life is always when you wake up in the morning is the first day of your life. But not without being said, when we're dating young guys... Mm -hmm. uh, no matter how wise or good they are in terms of understanding your feelings, they're mm -hmm. still young guys. Right. And they don't know their, uh, their ASS from the hole in the wall, right? right? right. So they, they just right. don't know. Right. Uh, and uh, they're still underestimating what they can do in a short amount of time and not... Uh, they're overestimating what they can do in a short amount of time, but they are underestimating what they can do in their longer term okay. of their life. So you're dealing with that inexperience. Now, they may be attracted to you because mm -hmm. something in your energy is saying you're used to being somebody who's a support okay. and really helps people achieve to be the best version of themselves. Mm -hmm. And young men, 
like you hear that phrase sometimes. It's a little bit of an outdated and sexist phrase in a way, but behind every great man, there's a, that oh, yeah. great woman, you know. Yeah. And, but, you know, without putting a whole blanket of generalization on that or invoking too many, you know, emotions that, that, uh -huh. that may cause people to say, oh, that's sexist or whatever. But with that being said, there's a, there is an underlying truth to that. Like mm -hmm. men, in order to achieve something great in their life, like things like motivation are a byproduct of of purpose or what they feel passionate about, and when a woman inspires a man, mm -hmm. uh, they are able to achieve amazingly great things right. for some reason that they ordinarily would not have necessarily been able right. to do on their own. So, you have a very nurturing uh, part mm -hmm. about you. You have a part about you that helps everybody around you. Mm -hmm. That, from what I've seen in, in in the time that we've been friends, and uh, uh, and so. Uh, that can be a very comforting and uh, uh, attractive thing, especially right. if you're a young guy trying to make your way in the world. Mm -hmm. um, and so that could be the attraction of why they're attracted to you or why right. you are uh, manifesting them in a sense. Yeah. You know, and... Um, and I'm worried the older guys can't keep up. Like you and I are in great... I think we're in really good shape for our ages. Well, and we I like think... To work uh, I think for, so for men in general, but mm -hmm. older men as well, probably like, first off, and I love being a man, you know, so yeah. I'm not trying to S on my uh, gender, <laughs> right? But, but we're so uh -huh. simple in a lot of ways, but mm -hmm. in other ways, like, uh, uh, we're, our, our, our male ego or our yeah. pride, it's a very fragile thing it's a very fragile part of our yeah. like uh, the slightest little thing can shatter mm -hmm. it into a million pieces and then we're never the same as as guys you know <laughs> and, and so so girls that can challenge our ego uh, -huh. uh, uh can sometimes be very intimidating because okay. we don't want to lose the version of ourselves in terms of who we think we are Right. You know, and uh, and the power of a female is they can really direct a guy in terms of how they feel about themselves. Mm -hmm. So a guy that's been older mm -hmm. probably has experienced loss and gain and okay. betrayal and loyalty. Okay. Like they've experienced sure. a, a huge spectrum of mm -hmm. all the emotions that a younger man have not necessarily oh, felt yet, yet. Right. Okay. So if you're a young or if you're an athletic, mm -hmm. energetic uh, female that uh, is independent and powerful and doesn't mm -hmm. need anything from anybody but wants somebody to be a part of their life, yeah. well, like for an older guy, they may somewhat be, uh, I want to use the word intimidated, but they, they could be like a little bit of, I don't want to have to keep up with somebody or I don't want to oh, have wow. to do this or the other thing. Okay. And I don't want to put in that much of an effort uh, in order just to find out that I'm not enough at the end of the day. Uh, oh. So there could be a hesitation in okay. terms of that. And and a lot of guys, because we are not, uh, like societally speaking, you know, we're just in a new world. Uh, Technology is moving right. at an exponential rate. Right. <laughs> the way we value traditional values versus new yeah. modern values and all these kind of things. It's, it's all really confusing. And, uh, and so 
you're dealing with an older guy who's probably used to more of a 1950s mindset in terms of how to deal with a woman. Mm -hmm. And that does not exist anymore, you know, and nor like, I'm sure there might be some good parts about it. But I think for if you ask women, there Mm -hmm. are a lot of bad things about it because, you know, and that's where men have to improve in terms of being secure within themselves and, uh, and not hold on so tight. So like, you know, if you, if you hold on to a baby bird, too hard you know you're gonna crush right crush her you know right. but if you open your hand and just let the bird sit on your hand mm-hmm. and not have any expectations not any demands not right. anything that's gonna be and you just let it be free uh-huh. you'll fly around and it and may or back. may not come Maybe. back mm-hmm. you have to be willing to take the loss one right. way or another oh, yeah. but whether you win or lose in the situation mm-hmm. from for a male it has to be the same thing, which is I'm still the guy that I always was. Mm-hmm. I know who I am. I know what I provide to the table. And I'm willing to take that loss. And I understand that being controlling or trying to control a situation or another person, which is impossible, right. is a fear-based motivation or action. Wow. And so that is probably another hurdle that unfortunately in this new dating world that we have and you're dealing with 80s kids mm-hmm. or or men that are older that are used to the 1950s type of mom if they're used to that they're going to have a very hard time uh acclimating mm-hmm. to a self-assured female that knows who she is and knows what she brings to the table and knows exactly right. what she wants out of her life and you know mm-hmm. and that's where a lot of the dynamics with older men are going to be difficult. You're in really good shape. You paddleboard, mm-hmm. you run, you're at the yeah. gym, you're hiking, you know. Yeah. Uh, you know, I love to unless stay a guy is athletic, mm-hmm. which, again, you're looking at a, a low percent of the population that even works out in the first place. Uh-huh. It's going to be time and pressure in terms okay. of when you're going to actually meet that right fit and somewhere between these young guys that are fine trying to find their way in life Uh and somewhere between these old guys that are too set in their ways yeah there's a happy medium there's a happy medium okay and there's a way to find that middle ground but uh you know uh there's no such thing a perfect world right and and uh and just minimizing because a lot of girls that i've known in the past are perfectionists by nature yeah And, and so that don't let the perfect be the enemy of good right. is the whole That's thing. True. And, uh, uh, and then just kind of be open and really writing down right. and defining mm-hmm. what expectation of values, right. uh, you, you really, right. really want to see or who do you want to be in right. a relationship? Who's going to bring that out in you? Right. Who's going to make you the best version of yourself? Those are the things that, right. uh, that are most, uh, I think, value mm-hmm. in any relationship but specifically do you one think age matters what how do you feel if i started dating a 29 year old how would you feel i think everybody just has to do what's right for them to a certain extent as long as they understand the risk involved in any one endeavor right like um i have a little boy and anytime he does something dangerous i don't okay. tell him no I tell him, make your considerations, understand the risk. What good is it going to come from you doing this? And what bad could come from the doing this? You make your decision. 
and don't cry about it one way or another. So if he takes that jump that's dangerous, and he takes the risk, and he makes his considerations, and he falls and he gets hurt, and he cries, it's like, hey, mm -hmm. but you took the risk. Right. And that's a good thing. Uh, right. uh, and so if you're going to date a younger guy, you have to make your considerations and your risk analysis. What are the things that young guys will probably want that they don't realize that they want later on? A family. Um, maybe a, a family, maybe your kids. kids. Maybe that not. a 51 year old can't bring to the table. Or maybe don't even want to. You know, like, right. uh, I, I mean, I'm a, I'm an older guy. Right. And I love my son. Don't don't get me wrong. I you know, and I'm so <laughs> proud of him. And I'm yes. so glad that he's in As my life. As you should be. And you're the but, best dad uh, ever. But I'm too old for this. Mm. I'm too old to be messing with this six-year-old that I have no chance of keeping up with in any way. <laughs> I don't know technology. <laughs> You know, I don't even know how to use the keyboard half the time. And my, my, my little boy, he's, he's uh, using the cell phone and teaching me how to use it. Yeah. You know, he's going to be able to get over on me in ways that I, I can't even think about. But, you know, so uh, from you your position, you've done your diligence for uh, family and country yeah. or God or whatever. And you raised your kids and everything like that. Do you really want to deal with a six year old? I know. I mean, uh, I know. Uh, or a newborn at, uh, at our stage in our, no, I, you know, I know, I but like, I wouldn't want to hold the guy back from that either. So I'd have to take right. my loss. Like you said, exactly. invest all this time now. And then what are your considerations in terms yeah. of what you want in the long term? Because the, the feeling that I get from you is that you want a passionate, yes. loving relationship yes. that has intimacy yes. and fun and adventure, yes. Yes. along with Travel. somebody that has the stamina and the backbone to be able to stand by you in yes. difficult situations. Yes. So, oh yeah, can a twenty-nine-year-old bring that to the table? Well, I I because say that obviously. Can I go home and meet their parents? No. And that always is a, a so I'll be hidden again. Flag. Right. And you don't want that. No, yeah. I can't and, be hidden. Again. Right. And and that's not a good thing. And so, you know, with the younger guys, it's just kind of like as long as you know what you're in for. Right. And then you can deal with everything that comes with that loss. Uh, but like we were talking yesterday and, you know, you're dealing with the younger guy and he didn't call you back yeah. or text you right when you needed him to or wanted right. to. <laughs> and so the emotion's already invested for you. Yes. And so now, is the juice going to be worth the squeeze? Is the pain <laughs> going to be worth knowing what is right. going to go on with this guy in the next decade of his life? Right. And, and so oh, that's only a valuation an individual can make for themselves, whether right. they can or they can't. They will or they won't, you know. But right. for us, you yeah. know, we're also headed into a very precarious time in our life, too, where... Yeah. Although the advances of medical technology are there, like the the biggest health issues are going to be coming for us here in this next decade, right. and then uh, and then we'll see right. what happens in the decade after. after. So mm -hmm. we'll be dealing with a whole other set of things, and to be able to have a partner that can relate with that because that is so important. Oh my gosh! And just stand by us, like if we right. get sick. Right, because it's scary. yeah, because you know we do that for our partner. Sure, sure. Yeah. And it's scary. It's scary okay. to be in a hospital. It's scary. Yeah. And a lot of times I see a lot of uh, older people that have lost their uh -huh. significant other. Right. And um, uh, and it's now scary for them. They wish yeah. they were the ones that were actually taken. And, right. you know, and, uh, and so right. there's so many little mm -hmm. caveats. And, things and I don't know the rules of dating now. 
Like, when do you text? When do you not text? You double text. That's the thing I heard. Yeah, I guess texting and dating has and its I prefer own set of rules. Over a text. Yeah, absolutely. I think what we're probably talking about when it comes to that is just mm-hmm. when is too much too much mm-hmm. and when is not enough too little. You know, like, or, yeah. you know, and you're trying to find this blend. Right. In terms of how they, I don't want to bombard anyone. Right. But I am thinking about them. Yeah. I, mm-hmm. I think guys struggle with this probably a little bit more okay. than girls do because they want to be able to attract a, a female or to be able to confidently uh, have a relationship. But mm-hmm. if a guy texts too much to a girl, that can convey a certain neediness from needy, oh. neediness from the male, right? Mm-hmm. If they text too little, <laughs> they could be a little bit too uh, nonchalant or yeah. too uh, not interested. Too yeah, not I showing not enough interested. interest yeah. for that. So there's a, a middle ground with it, and because right. every person is a fingerprint and individual, yeah. you almost just kind of have to play it through. But in the beginning, uh-huh. I think when you're first starting to get to know anyone. Mm-hmm. Uh, regardless of the context of the relationship, uh-huh. it should be taken somewhat slowly, you yeah. know. And double texting, I think, is probably not uh, the best idea. The best idea in, yeah. in any Same. given situation until there are our uh, committed relationship is somewhat in play, right? Or okay. at least uh, you feel as though it's going to be that way. Okay. Uh, so the double texting is not, but you know, casual texting here and there, or mm-hmm. and not texting necessarily on serious topic like from a guy's perspective if they're going to try to keep a girl's interest it can't be how's your day or it can't be oh you're so beautiful today beautiful you know like <laughs> most girls like i already know that why do you tell me that again and and and, and so <laughs> I'm beautiful every day it's, it's just that kind of thing so it has to be something okay. either funny or it has yeah. to be something uh, disarming right. or something that's gonna right. keep a, a, a interest going right. and so um, that's the thing as far as guys go what's difficult mm-hmm. but as far as as girls go you know yeah I like it when they check in yeah but you guys have the power on the front end oh. like uh, in the initial stages of dating females have more power mm. because they control the sexual marketplace otherwise that's called rape and that's not <laughs> really that's that, that that's another problem with the, the rules of dating I would say for a female if I had a daughter that was mm-hmm. dating I would really set up some rules in terms of how you guys are going to approach not just the first date, because you don't know anybody after just the first, maybe even the fifth or sixth date. You don't really know what uh, uh, somebody's capable of of doing in a a, a bad situation. So, like, you know, uh, meeting in public places, maybe not using your own cell phone, maybe using a a phone, right, a different Uh number. Uh, You know, I hate to say this, but maybe you guys got to Google the guy's name and, you know, try to get a feeling of what he looks like on the social media platform. And, you know, uh, there's a lot of things that guys take for granted that we don't realize that girls don't, such as walking to the grocery store at night. Oh, yeah. I don't even worry about that. I walk down the street in the middle of the night with uh, all I have to do is wear a a knit cap and Mm -hmm. and uh, everybody just leaves me alone right (laughs) (laughs) but a girl 
walking in the middle of the <laughs> night to the grocery store has to make an yeah. enormous amount of assessments. Yeah. You know, yes. oh, there's a guy over there on that corner. I need to park where it's lit. Mm -hmm. Gosh, I hope there's a parking space that's close to the front. Right. Uh, you know, right. oh my goodness, there's a van right here that has, doesn't have any windows. I need to park in a different place. Yeah. Uh, or, oh shoot, I shouldn't go out at all at night. Mm -hmm. It's not safe. It's true. All of these things are things that girls have to consider that guys take very much for granted. Right. And like us as men, we have to realize that and uh, put up an extra effort mm -hmm. to set a rules for us in terms of how we're going to earn that trust. And then for you guys, another really primary rule uh -huh. would be to absolutely think about safety and don't yeah. take anything for granted, you know, until like there's some deep understanding of the human being, you know. That's true. And, uh, and uh, yeah. uh, that's probably another good rule, too, is not to necessarily have anything too serious with anybody until you see how they behave in a crisis. Oh, know? that's true. And uh, yes. uh, that, that might be a, a good rule, mm -hmm. too. Or at least interview, not interview, but like ask a question yeah. that relates to something that they had a hard time dealing with in life. Right. And then how they dealt with it. Did they deal with it by whining or crying? Did yeah. they deal with it by anger? Yeah. Uh, did they deal with it uh, resiliently? Yeah. Uh, all of those things are, 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 uh, are really, really important. Yeah, that's uh, a good In point. terms of circumnavigating yeah. the rules. But and the next question I had for you is self-worth. How do you tell, how, how do we know our self-worth? How do we learn that? That's such a complicated issue because when it comes to self-worth, you know, we, especially in our society, we, we uh, coincide worth with materialism or mm -hmm. money. Sure. And those are artificial barometers, mm -hmm. for lack of it. The car we drive, the clothes yeah. we wear, uh, the money that we have, uh, uh, the material possessions that we've accumulated. Those are, those are really artificial achievements. Mm -hmm. And so they don't define our worth. But our worth, I think, does have a lot to do with what we spoke previously mm -hmm. about is... Uh, let's take, since we're, uh, on mm -hmm. your podcast, we're talking about you in a sense like, uh, okay, I'm Jen and, uh, my mother died at this time mm -hmm. and I did this for my family, my father, my brother. Mm -hmm. And then I had my kids and things didn't go exactly as I planned. Mm -hmm. And I had this adversity where I lived out of my car and I had to provide for my kids. Mm -hmm. And I, and then, uh, I was able to achieve and do those things. And. And all these litany of different... So when you're trying to evaluate your worth, mm -hmm. a lot of it has to do with what your experience of adversity was. And you can value yourself or... Congrat and this is the other thing. You have to be able to talk nicely to yourself and recognize that, hey, these are the things that I achieved. When the goings were hard, this is who I became. And this is what I did. I did have courage. I was brave. I did do these things. And that intrinsically should let you know, oh... I am worthy, okay. I am worth mm -hmm. the accolades and the respect mm -hmm. that my adversity or the things how I overcome certain things give me validation for. And so that, that's a way to say, okay, mm -hmm. this, is, this is a way I can have confidence in myself. But your worth is, at the end of the day, going to vibrate from you. Mm -hmm. It's a worth is not something you have, it's something that you are. And that's, sure. the, that's the thing that uh, we need to... Do but if we need to reverse and break down mm -hmm. worth, you would have to do it with the concept of what we've discussed before, yes. which is baseline happiness. Okay. So, are you physically fit? Are you mentally strong? Like, have you uh, or has a person 
not, not, not everybody's going to be in a meditation, but right. meditation is uh -huh. a great way to develop Huge. mental strength, a way to be still and to have a relationship right. with your mind and your body outside of the place that that's your consciousness that's trying yeah. to find a, a synchronicity with those two things sure. and then you have your body your physical fitness because you mm -hmm. can't do anything unless you can make a three mile run right. unless you right. do have a certain body fat as right. a certain type of health and strength that you feel in order mm -hmm. to be able to have enough energy to deal with a a, a day uh, so that physical fitness that mental strength mm -hmm. that's a primary function that has to get taken care of the second thing is your your uh, survival quotient for lack mm -hmm. of a better word I mean we do live in a world that trades in money and so a lot of our survivability or our ability to resource or market or network or any of that has to do with how much money we make so what is our purpose how are we monetizing that purpose and what are we doing with the monetization that we have are we mm -hmm. thinking about the future? Are we investing it? Are we allocating it? Are we spending it on this, that, or the other thing? And then we have some type of foundation in terms of how we deal with ourselves. Because uh, uh, financial stress is the worst. Yes. And, uh, and, and to not have that stress mm -hmm. uh, gives us an opportunity to the best version of ourselves. Right. And, uh, uh, right. and, and the other thing I would say is, you know, Mm -hmm. uh, this is what I tell my little boy, but if I had a little mm -hmm. girl, it would uh, be a little bit opposite, obviously, or, you know, or may not be, you know, mm -hmm. uh, uh, but uh, relationships, all relationships, business relationships, parental relationships, friendships, acquaintances, uh -huh. there's so many different types of relationships. Right. But the one that I emphasize with uh, my little boy the most is what is his relationships with girls going to be like? Mm. And, uh, and so I'm trying to hit that into his head yeah. every day right now because uh, yeah. our misery, our happiness, a lot of it is based, mm -hmm. you know, whether we like it or not or want to accept it or not is who we choose as a life right. partner. Right. So that's another thing that's going to help define, you know, what you yeah. feel your worth is and how that energy okay. is going to emanate. Okay. And the last thing is it's always, always good to pay forward, to give back. Yeah. And your worth as a human being in terms of what you do for mm -hmm. other people around you. And if you make your success a I byproduct of what you've given to mm -hmm. other people. If somebody's able to do that, yeah. they'll they'll feel a sense of fulfillment. Yeah. That's uh, like happiness is a concept. concept. Yeah. It's, yeah. A, it's a uh, uh, imaginary thing that you're mm -hmm. trying to make real, right? But that fulfillment in helping another person, I a homeless that person that needs money, somebody mm -hmm. that... I love that feeling. But yeah, and you start to feel this fulfillment of, mm -hmm. oh, wow, this is a really deep yeah. feeling of uh, being part of this human condition, and I'm a positive part of it. Right. So I love it. So those are the four things that yeah, can is. give you a baseline mm -hmm. uh, place to, to, to self-evaluate yes. and say, okay, this is how I'm going to define my worth. Right. And I will That's let this come out. Point. And everything else will yeah. come by itself. Yeah. Yay. So. Thank you. Of course, anytime. My pleasure.